Welcome to AAF District Forecast, the show that puts you in touch with advertising leaders, emerging talent, and industry news from across Florida and the Caribbean. And now, here are your hosts, John Ruff and communications co-chair, Jacob Edenfield. Welcome to this big game edition of the AAF District Forecast. My name is John Ruff. I am your immediate past governor. With me is Jacob Edenfield, our communications co-chair. What's up, Jacob? It's going pretty well, John. How are you? All right. And I've got Yash Bendayan, special guest, our uh, district gala chair. How are you, sir? I'm good. And if the audience uh, would is none the wiser that you totally botched the intro, <laughs> <laughs> the magic of editing. I they, love it. They didn't hear any of that. What? No oh, my botching. God. You guys are one take wonders. There's no botching. I know. <laughs> How would I edit it? I don't understand how this works. This is live, right? Yeah, this is live. We are on the air. Um, so, Yash, I know you had a lot of money on the game. Uh, I, I always that all, do. How'd that all shake out? Um, you know, you win some, you lose some. You still clocking into work? Still yeah. coming into work? All right. Still coming into work. Can't yeah. uh, can't can't put that much on the line, can we? Uh, no. Oh man, never bet against the Chiefs. They oh, were yeah, a client yeah. of mine. Really? Yeah. Tell yeah. us about that. Uh, you know, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, it's I mean, it's cool work, and it's obviously like a, a ton of fun to pitch and then win uh, an NFL team. But what's uh, funny that most people don't know about working on a on a sports team is it's sort of like working with a small business. You just have this one department that's very very highly paid. I mean, like the whole Chiefs marketing outfit plus their sales team was, you know, like. Uh, a handful of people, like a healthy handful of people. It wasn't like this huge, you know, uh, organization, which I, I think always surprises people. Yeah. Mm. And and that's at your current agency? You guys are... No, there. that was when I was in uh, Kansas City. I was working at a shop called Signal Theory, and um, wow. we won that chief's business and started working on that for their 50th anniversary season in Kansas City. Man, what, that must have been fun for you. What year was, was that? pretty dope. I don't want to say. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Were you, uh, are you a big football fan? I was. Uh, and then you move uh, back to the other side of the Mississippi and all the programming's different and the games that are on the air are different and you got to get Sunday pass and I just haven't gotten as into it as I was. But yeah, I had, I had seats. I was there, uh, I would say, half the games out of the year there towards the end and um so you you decide to come to florida when they get patrick mahomes and andy reed <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> well funny enough the same thing happened literally right before we beth and i already had the plans to move down here everything and that's when the royals won the world series oh yeah so i am a bad omen i moved to a, a state and all of their teams just go to hell <laughs> so you move out of florida and the dolphins win and the jags win and Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Someone just, if someone will pay me enough, I will go. <laughs> All right, sports fans, you heard it here. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm still waiting on these Super Bowl commercials. I'm still waiting for those crypto commercials to come back. I didn't see one. Not a one. No yeah. crypto this year. <laughs> That's always such a fascinating angle to look at it from like a, like a, like product vertical perspective. Let's see who who really land. You're right. I mean, it's probably been three years now where it was just uh, tons of cryptos and 
obviously things aren't going so well. But, you know, if you look back, Larry David had it right. He called it. <laughs> he said, eh, I'm not sure about it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Not sure about crypto. He was right. I think the closest thing this year was there was some, um, it was like an online game that was doing NFTs with a big ass QR code that people kept attacking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No idea what it was for and also don't care because it was one of those ones that someone clearly phoned in and then paid five million whatever dollars to air. Crazy. Speaking yeah. of like keep continuing the conversation, you know, the one spot that made me almost want to do it, but I'm just too lazy was the planters, um, the, the roast. The roast. Yeah, because some of those jokes <laughs> yeah. were funny. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, maybe. Probably not, but maybe. <laughs> maybe one day. Yeah. Um, There's some good, a couple streaming services. I would say that was a little, not that I was expecting, you know, not expecting streaming services, but I was surprised that they were in the mix. Well, yeah. you know, the, I'm so ancient that the Tubi prank didn't get me. Like, I was like looking at him going, well, that's not this TV. <laughs> so watch it on a CRT. Yeah, exactly. I got a rear projection in here. Um, I, do have, I do have a smart TV, but the clicker was nowhere in sight. So, I, you know, I don't know. Now, do you guys, do you watch the ads before the weekend? Like, I'm well, a purist. I like to watch them natively in the game uh, for the first time. I don't like to, I don't like to get ahead of myself. I'm horrible with surprises, but once uh, you guys had mentioned that we were going to do this, I kept myself uh, pure as the driven snow. Didn't watch a thing until the pregame. Wow. Good wow. for you. I, I I watched a sneak peek of the Travolta um, T-Mobile. I, I, I had to watch it. You would. I loved it. <laughs> Huge Travolta fan. And I've seen it three <laughs> times since. Um. They, they nailed it. I mean, Travolta refuses to not be cool. I don't know. The guy's now, just, have you heard about this backlash uh, related to Olivia Newton-John? No. Let's hear it. Uh, well, essentially that it, it can be perceived as insensitive. She just passed away a few months ago, and like there was, I guess, no no nod to her. There was no nothing. And a lot of people are like, you know, is it a little... Uh, a little too soon to be doing this sort of stuff. She just passed away. Are we going to? Yeah. I wonder if they cut that. They must have cut that spot before she died. Oh, God. I, yeah. Think. I yeah. have no idea. I mean, that would have been, it was six months ago. It would have been last June. It's possible they didn't. Yeah. No, you're right. I li it was at the very least in the concept stages. Right. Yeah. And I think it would have been very different had they found a way to have her in it you know almost like a tribute uh i think it would have been kind of cool and i wonder if maybe they did and like olivia newton john's family was like nah and <laughs> they're real. like well they're like listen we've already spent a ton of money on this uh travolta doesn't come cheap so we're just gonna do it yeah yeah uh, you're probably right and now there's just some uh social media manager for t-mobile like flop sweating for the last day and a half <laughs> Yeah. Uh, speaking of that spot, I mean, was there a quota for aging celebrities for the, for the Super Bowl? I mean, did we hit oh it? Oh, my God. There were so many. So many. I mean, retro in general, I think you could call a real trend. I mean, it was a lot of aging celebrities uh, and, and a lot of uh, callbacks to old music. I mean, there was the whole, you know... Um, the Diddy spot Loved it. for, yeah, yeah there was all, I don't think there was a song from the last decade in there. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then they ended up on, you know, What is Love, which I thought was excellent. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, I noticed there were two two or three 90s tracks, and then there were two, like, uh, you know, viral internet tracks in there, uh, which I thought was really interesting. You know, What Does the Fox Say and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Right. So yeah. that was pretty interesting. Uh, and I just love to hear the term jingle on a Super Bowl commercial. I just love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. It just, just gives me all the feels. <laughs> all the feels. How was our call volume today? Did we see an uptick? Oh, we did. We did. Diddy actually called and said he does do jingles. Oh, ah. so, yeah. So he wants You know, to. we we should probably get on that. We should probably buy some uh some SEO, some targeted SEO. There you go. That idea. Diddy don't do jingles, but we push button do. does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was your what was your what was your favorite? Huh. Who do you want to answer first? Ooh. I don't know. I you know that there's look, on par was it a great showing of Super Bowl ads? Not really. No. There was a few standouts that I thought were more, um, you know, some were a little surprising. I thought uh, 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 Ben Affleck and Dunkin' Donuts, I thought that was great. Yep. Uh, execution was also pretty good. What um, about it did you like? It was surprising. Obviously, being a son of Boston, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, for him to do that, I just uh, it was understated, which I thought was very nice. Like it was, I you know, I bet they filmed that in a couple hours at a at a location, and they just had him, you know, uh, uh, riffing, and that was about it. They didn't go absolutely insane with production. Yeah, uh, I thought it was very cool. How uh, average did he look, and how great did J Lo look? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, funny him, him with the just got out of bed filter, I think, before they started filming. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny you bring that up from the Northeast because Goodwill Hunting they always had Dunkin' coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, all the morning things they were always drinking Dunkin' coffee. Well, apparently, it's been a meme for years that he is like a regular Dunkin' drinker. Uh, people like snapping photos of him like carrying coffee away in the morning oh, really? the, they're just like us mags or whatever i had to actually look it up after the game because i was like what the fuck is ben affleck doing at dunkin donuts <laughs> uh yeah so that's the thing um how about you jacob all right so i had a couple of favorites and i have to kind of do them i think according to categories because it's it's Agreed. apples and oranges right Agreed. Like uh, the the flag football, you know, uh, pushing women's football forward uh, promo from NFL was both hilarious and really touching. Like, yeah. what a great mix! I love that. And usually, I just kind of hand wave all the promo stuff, but but this year there were some real winners in there. Um, the Tubi, the rabbit hole you didn't know you needed, like, love that. And the whole integration that you mentioned, John, which totally missed your household. But I thought, I mean, it actually got me. It really got me. Um, <laughs> and and I like that. Um, and then I think uh, probably top of the heap for sentimental spots would be the farmer's dog. Yeah. Um, I I cried. No Aww, shame in that game. Yeah. That's I don't awesome. even have a dog. Like. <laughs> <laughs> So how many sentimental spots were there? There weren't many, right? There were like just a handful. 
Yeah, there were a couple that I would say something that I haven't seen in recent Super Bowls that was kind of an interesting emergent property was like uh, uh, some cute spots. I wouldn't call them touching, but I'd call them cute. Yeah. Like the McDonald's knowing each other's orders, you know, yeah. some simple human truth in that and sort even of adorable. The, uh, even the the Miles Teller uh, uh, Bud Light. Oh, that yeah. Was Light, right? like, that, was, that was cute. And, uh, you know, it wasn't haha funny, but it was cute and it was entertaining. Yeah, Wait, there yeah, was, that one stuck with me. There wasn't any Budweiser commercials in this, so was Not that pre or post? Um, I I don't know the order. I don't remember the order. It was the it was the Bud Light. It was, it was Bud, Bud Light. Light. Was the hold music with yeah? Oh, gotcha. Where they were gotcha. dancing to the yeah to that hold music. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Mm. Okay, gotcha. Makes you wonder about licensing rights to that music. Mm. <laughs> How much? How yep. much? Uh, you know, I thought there was some good, um, what, what is this called? Uh, like cultural touchstones that were brought out. Like, for example, of course, uh, Alicia Silverstone as yep. Cher Horowitz. I thought that was, I thought that was good. I would say that that was probably the most highly anticipated one of the, it's the one I heard the most about Yeah, coming into the game, but I don't know that the payoff was there. Um, I, I, feel, I, I feel you there. Uh, I think as a ad, it does a good job. As a piece of branded content, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently there's uh, an extended version, but I haven't seen I it. I saw it. It was fine. Uh, and then there was... <laughs> Just an average extension. It was fine. Uh, Popcorners with, yes. uh, with Breaking Bad. I thought that was a really cool, really cool uh, piece of branded content. They did a good job of uh, making the characters still feel pretty real. I, I just thought it was okay. I don't know. Like, I, and I know a lot of people really liked it, but maybe because I just finally wrapped up Better Call Saul and I've I've been getting my fill of of Breaking Bad characters. Uh, you know, maybe that was it. So I I haven't had enough distance from it. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I wanted to like Adam Driver's. Uh, who was that for? It was Squarespace. The Singularity. I, I wanted to like it. it was, I feel like it was so close. It was meh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that that one got me because it was just like I it scratched my surrealism itch for the Super Bowl. It was the only <laughs> a truly weird spot. I think we got no, 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 no. There was one other one, uh, Hellman's mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty weird. That was weird and good. <laughs> Walk me through that one again. That was John Hamm and Brie Larson in the uh, fridge, oh. and then Pete Davidson comes and eats them. I'm gonna eat you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, that see that one didn't get me as much as as the other one, Yash. I don't know what it was, but it, I I guess it just um, I don't know. It it didn't hit me because they kind of gave away the joke right at the beginning, and then yeah. there's this whole sandwich montage, and I was like, okay, well, it's kind of over, right? <laughs> yeah. Now we're just uh, now we're just milking the joke. Yeah, <laughs> I really liked the MacGruber cameo in the uh, Xfinity spot. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> Did you see that one, Yash? No, I think I must have been in the bathroom for that one. I did not see that one. Uh, yeah, so basically, like, it's 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 a video game, and they're talking to the, the guys on the moon, and they're like, you're in a video game. And all of a sudden, like, the bad guys come up, and they're like, hey, are they cool? And they're like, no, you should probably run. And then MacGruber's like, okay, you need to go to the spaceship <laughs> and give me some tinfoil and an apple core and a, and a you know, blah, 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 and then the, the alien blows him up. Um, <laughs> but it was just, it was pretty neat. I was like, ah, oh, I did not expect that. Did not expect that. 
How did you guys feel about the comic pairing of uh, Steve Martin and uh, uh, what's his name? Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Yeah. I, you know, I thought those Pepsi Zero Sugar spots were actually really well done. Like just uh, much better than average Super Bowl entry for like a, a major beverage. Mm. Uh, because there were a couple of things I think they did particularly well. They sort of threw a, a curveball with all of these cute little vignettes and the idea of acting and sucked you in. And then they kind of inverted that trope of like a celebrity endorsement with being like, is it good or am I just acting, you know, and then ending it with, you know, you'll have to try it for yourself. I'm, I'm butchering their tagline, but that kind of idea I thought was really smart for a beverage brand. Yeah, it took me the second time to to enjoy it more. So yeah. like the first time I was just kind of watching it and going, yeah, maybe. And then when I watched it a second time, I was like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You know what was... I, I want to say it wasn't particularly uh, like groundbreaking, but it kept my attention. Was the is it a Miller Light or is it a Coors Light commercial that ended up being about Blue Moon? Yeah, yeah. I, it wasn't particularly. Like, I mean, I mean, look, you can imagine what the brief meeting was like. Look, guys, we only have enough money to put one of these brands into the Super Bowl, and you know, creative directors like wait. <laughs> I can do this. I can put all three in. And they're like, no way. And then, then they said way. And then there you go. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was great. I dug See, that. I didn't get it at all until I looked it up afterwards and realized that all three of those brands are owned by the same like holding company or, or whatever. And then I was like, okay, now this makes sense. I was like, if this was a spot for Blue Moon, they spent all the time talking about these other brands and they just like put a Blue Moon on the, on the bar. Yeah, but it was clever. It was clever. I, I, I felt like it was clever and and not in a hacky way either. Like it, it worked. I don't know. For me, it worked. Yeah. yeah. And the production of it was really good. I mean, like the watching experience of it was great. Sometimes, you know, these spots go way overboard on CG and it like gets in the way of the story. But I thought that spot was tightly told. Yeah. Josh, what was your favorite? Oh. Well, I mean, I what did I say earlier? I, <laughs> I can't remember these things. No, I think like Jacob, I had a lot of category. Uh, like, yeah, I think I had definite favorites in in different ways. So, I I would hesitate to say that there was even one singular one that even stands out above. I think there was a a uh, a tie for third, like a like a eight way tie for third, and there was nobody in first <laughs> and second place. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so it's kind of a shame. I um, I gotta say, my favorite was avocados from Mexico, and the reason why is I think they absolutely nailed the humor and their branding with the audio logo that they have. Um, mm -hmm. And they didn't have to res they didn't have to use celebrities to carry the weight or to you know bring the the wow factor. Like they just they just freaking nailed it. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. And there yeah. were a couple of little nuggets in there that I really appreciated, like renaming New York the Big Avocado. Just like little yeah. things that you can go back and watch and appreciate it even deeper. The end is not near. <laughs> <laughs> like the cabbie pulls up to him. He's like, you know what? I love you. <laughs> you know, I just thought it was awesome. Yeah. It was great.
You know, so. there's a few very solid honorable mentions that I think that we have not mentioned, which is like, like Sarah McLaughlin in in Bush. The Bush light. That, yes. That's such a fun, such a fun little. By the like, way, that's a wolf. <laughs> it's so good, and you know, I think um, Workday, the the your the rock stars. I. I I don't know if it's because I joined the workforce in 2006 when everybody had Rockstar on their business card, <laughs> yep. including us. Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I just, it made me laugh from a place of like real sincerity. Well, you know, they did what good comedians do. They take what we all do every day and don't think about it, and they made a joke about it and, and you know, it brought was... awareness to it. I thought it was awesome. E-trade the casting was... was great, too. I yeah, mean... it was good to see Ozzy in a tie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Oswald. Yeah. <laughs> uh, E-Trade gets honorable mention just for the longevity of that campaign. I mean, my God, how yeah. long can you have these? Ba- I mean, I think the original E-Trade babies have to be getting close to retirement. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah. Um, how about Google Pixel for Fix Your Mistakes? That's pretty good. That was pretty good. Wish I had that button for real life. <laughs> I mean, I thought that they did a good job with the song. It's that I, I don't know the name of it. It's like a '70s song, and it's at every wedding you ever go to. Um, but like a couple parts where like the the photo the photo gets crappy or it's blurry, they crunched the music and they made the music really crunchy to you know uh, mirror the photo. And then once you fix it, the music goes back to full quality. And I thought that was pretty clever. Oh, that that totally uh, missed me. I clearly need a better sound system at home. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, what, what about, uh, I mean, uh, can we rate uh, uh, best, uh, not spokesperson, but I guess cameo? Okay, I mean, there, there's a lot. There's Danny McBride. Uh, yeah, I think he's funnier than that. Like, he's, you yeah, know. Yeah, 100%. And they almost, they almost did it, but they didn't with him. That's true. It's true, but I would say, I mean, between him and, and J-Lo and Ben and Alicia Silverstone. What uh, about Bradley uh, Cooper and his mom? I thought that was sweet. I think along the lines of what Jacob was talking about earlier, like, that was really sweet. Yeah. She was funny. She was funny. Yeah. You look like, like a flamingo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy was was good if probably her talent's underutilized. I thought she's funnier than that normally. Uh, I didn't find it. It was It was all right. Yeah. Well, I, th- I like the use of the, the, the singing in that spot. I thought that was pretty good. I think seeing Kevin Costner as Batman again in that flash was maybe my favorite cameo of the whole thing, honestly. Really? Like, that got me jazzed. Best Batman. Fight me. You know, <laughs> I got to go back and watch. I don't, I don't recall seeing that one. Walk me through that one. Yeah, it was so it was for the, the new DC Universe film, The Flash or whatever. I haven't really looked at much about the film but what i could gather from this uh promo was the flash goes so fast that he like changes the past and the future and there's a scene where like now costner's uh batman again like that was amazing yeah okay um and what about the car ads so i thought that so everyone uses the hokey you know funny pharmaceutical ads but i thought that they did a good job with that. I thought that was pretty funny. I'm so tired of that. I am too, but they I thought that it was oh, a man. Re- I it, it got me. It like it for sure got me. Like yeah. I didn't want to like it, but I was laughing. It was along. funny. It yeah. was funny. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like they good they job Ram it. for that one. Like that, I mean, that was a really well executed parody. I like you said, I know everyone makes fun of uh, pharmaceutical ads, but I've never seen anyone do it that flawlessly. And and like make a minute long dick joke without it getting unfunny by the ends is yeah. pretty impressive. Well, and like they did a good job of of you know having dick jokes, but bringing women into it and yep. having their perspective and um, and premature electrification. That's pretty damn funny. Not yeah. to mention this is a concern that a lot of potential you know car buyers are going to have, right? So they addressed it in just a really really fun way. I mean, I think I'm having that right now. Call me Mr. Premature Electrification. I was just having this conversation with someone about, I'm just going to hang on to my car. It's probably the last manual transmission uh, I will buy because I want to buy an electric car, but I don't think they're ready yet. So like Ram was speaking to exactly my concern set with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I thought the GM one with Chris, um, oh my God, not Chris. Will Ferrell? Will Ferrell, yeah. Chris, mm. say Chris, Chris Farrell. That's Chris Farley and Will Ferrell <laughs> having a baby. That's their baby, yeah. if they mated. Yeah, which could, who would, could that who happen? Wouldn't want, yeah, yeah, who wouldn't, wouldn't want to see that? That'd yeah. be great. Um, what'd you guys Get think scientists working on it. Uh, you know, it's obviously the latest installment in a part of a series. I think that the original ones were, were much, I don't know if because they were newer, it seemed more exciting and different. Uh, it's a campaign that doesn't live outside the Super Bowl, though, I don't think, because I don't think I've ever seen Will Ferrell doing anything uh, related to that line outside of a Super Bowl ad. Is that accurate? I think you might be right. Um, Is this for the electric vehicles, the partnership with Netflix or whatever? And GM, yeah. 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 Did he not do one last year? Am I crazy? I, you know who nailed it last year was Hyundai and, and Jason Bateman. I mean... Oh yeah, mm-hmm. freaking that! I'm not buying that car, but that commercial was fantastic. <laughs> so funny. Now, uh, how did you feel Dave Grohl did for uh, Crown Royal? First of all, uh, I, did, I didn't know I loved that Canada it. invented football. <laughs> and the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, honestly, look it up. He says, if you want a if you want a case study in like a well-made boost spot versus a not so well-made boost spot. Look at that Crown Royal spot versus Remy Martin, you know, yeah. both featured famous people, but that actually had a point. The Remy Martin, I'm watching this thinking like, what is this an ad for? She keeps talking about team this and team that, and then it's a boost spot at the end. And I just felt like I wanted my time back, but the Grohl <laughs> spot really like rewarded me for my attention. Yeah. I appreciated that. I agree. I, I did. I, I wanted to, of course, like with Serena in it, I wanted to like it. And she's, you know, the, the copywriting just was confusing to me. Totally. Uh, and I just, I was watching it and that one, like there was a lot of noise happening and I was trying to like lean into it. And I, I, I just remember thinking like, I'm going to have to watch that again because it, it felt, it felt like a parody of itself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Funny. Like, I, I didn't know what to make of it. Yeah, something got lost in the sauce on that one for sure. Because, I mean, there's the people in the kitchen, and then there's people in an office place, and then she's doing her thing. I didn't, I, I at no point did I have any idea what I was watching or where it was going. And, like, the opposite of how you want in a Fellini film is like, whatever the opposite of that is, is what I just watched. 
<laughs> now I love to play the what do you think happened in the uh, in the editing or what do you think happened in the process that what do you think happened there like who what what was the uh, fatal flaw in your mind? <laughs> I'll tell you what I think. I think uh, that it was such a high profile buy that the uh, like Rami Martin folks from uh, is it France or whatever got heavily involved. And this poor U.S. copywriter just like shook a bag of words and was like, maybe this maybe this round will make them hap happy because there's no way that somebody who gets paid enough to do a Super Bowl spot put that together without like some heavy, heavy handedness from a client. I completely agree. And I'm going to take it a step further. And I'm going to say they arrived on set and, and had Serena just spit out a bunch of different lines and put it together in post. <laughs> and she's like, like whatever y'all are paying me. Yep. Just say this and say this and say this and we'll, we'll don't worry about it. It'll, it'll be great. It'll cut together. Yeah. I know we said we were going to have a script for you, Serena, but here's just like 75 wild lines we want you to read. We just want you to riff it. Have fun with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make it just your own. Give yeah. us some varying levels of intensity here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, interesting to see all the liquor uh, yep. and interesting to see brands other than Budweiser because Budweiser's had, what, three-decade lock on on the Super Bowl. So it was neat to see uh, uh, the Michelob Ultra spot I thought could have been a lot better. Agreed. Um, that was a little disappointing. You know, I think uh, Miller Coors or whatever that's called now, I thought, yeah, I thought they did a good job. Um, did you miss seeing Budweiser? Like, did it? Yeah. You know, yeah. I always wait for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Taking my notes and I was like, okay, where's the bud spot? We're in right. like the third quarter. Right. You know, I got to say there was a couple of, uh, like, like Pringles is very forgettable. Um, I thought DoorDash got points for probably being the best, uh, new tagline that debuted during mm -hmm. the, during the ad, during the Super Bowl. We do groceries, right? Uh, we get we groceries. get groceries. We yeah. get groceries. I thought that was uh, simple and and perfect. Hmm. Yep. Cool. Um, so overall feeling, just kind of maybe average, maybe a little bit above yeah. average. Yeah, definitely better than last year. I like seeing new things, I mean, like the. The typical Super Bowl tropes of you have to do super heartwarming or like slapstick humor. I'm glad to see that era kind of coming to an end as fun as it was. Like it's it's kind of interesting to see people experimenting. Yeah, I miss I, I do still think we're a long way from the heyday of Super Bowl commercials. And maybe this is one of those things just like childhood, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, the, the mid to late 90s, early 2000s, uh, like we're just so far from that level of uh, of amazing creative. But it could it could just be rose colored lenses, I suppose. Yeah, could be. Better. I'd have to go back and watch. I want to ask you guys a question. What do you think or who do you think? Let's say it that way. Who do you think wasted the most money last night? <laughs> Okay, I'll tell you this. It's the people who bought the spots after the halftime show. Mm. Because how many people do you know go to Super Bowl parties and they watch the halftime show and then they leave? They go home. Yep. <laughs> so the people who bought that slot <laughs> wasted their money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, who wasted their money? You know, I, I don't know. Who do you think had the most uh, had the most placements? I mean, I guess we could look this up, but who felt like they had the most placement? Uh, that The Pepsi spots, I feel like. How many were there? I think there were only two. There were just those two. It made yeah. me feel like it was a lot more. So. Yeah. They, I think they placed them really well. They had one right at the start and then one approaching halftime, I think. Okay. And then, uh, it, yeah, the so the two on my list were FanDuel. Uh, Kevin Hart? They did that. No, that was uh, DraftKings. Oh, DraftKings, right. I mean, that, they would be a runner-up because I don't know how anyone pays Kevin Hart not to be funny on, on camera. That seems crazy. But FanDuel, they had this, like, kick a destiny thing, and they, like, hyped it up with oh, Gronkowski. And, like, it, it, and he missed it, right? And he missed it, yeah. He yeah, he it. missed it, but, like, the whole the whole thing was gobbledygook. I didn't understand what it was about, what it was for, <laughs> nothing. I guess if, like, I was a heavy sports better, maybe I would have, like, seen some kind of lead up to it or whatever. But it just seemed like a lot of money to spend to watch a dude miss a field goal. And then Timu, the shopping app, like I, I, that was the only spot last night that actually made me angry <laughs> with like they had the shop like a billionaire thing. And, and it just seemed like so utterly tone deaf. I was thinking like how much cocaine do a bunch of tech bros <laughs> need to imbibe to like green light this script where you tell people to shop like a billionaire on your discount shopping site because wages haven't increased in 30 years and everyone's broke. Like just seemed completely utterly wrong for this time and place. And, and also just not a good spot by any metric. And they ran it two times at least, maybe more. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, yeah, the Gronk thing. I forgot all about that. That's because it was totally forgettable. If I hadn't written it down, I wouldn't be talking about it right now. Yeah. Like I took notes on paper because you know what makes good audio for a podcast is me flipping pages. Right. Uh, <laughs> Can't hear a thing, man. Yeah. Can't hear a thing. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, like the M&M's sponsors, much hoopla's was generated before the Super Bowl. They were totally forgettable. Yeah. yeah kind of a nothing burger on that for yeah. sure. Well, John, you did it. You got us to talk about every ad in the Super Bowl. (laughs) You know, I had one goal. Well, guys, I think that wraps it up. I really appreciate your time tonight. And that was fun. Yeah, it's a blast. Do it again next year? We'll see you there. Sure. I'm I'm sure the audience would love to hear our take again. (laughs) (laughs) They're already requesting it. The requests are already coming. I see the comments. Yeah, the tweets. Yes, the live tweets. All right. Thanks, guys. Take it easy. That wraps up this month's episode of the AAF District Forecast. Thanks for listening and tune in next time for what's new in District 4.